All right, hi everyone. Um, warning in advance, this is going to be a pretty low energy, low production level type episode. Um, I've had a really, really tough day mentally and emotionally, and uh, so I'm trying my best to stick with my commitment of doing this once a day, but uh, yeah, maybe don't get your hopes up on some mind mind-blowing podcast creative this evening. Uh, Let's start with the numbers. It's Thursday, March 19th. So today, global confirmed cases, 242,092. It's an increase globally of 13%. In the USA, we have now surpassed the 10,000 mark of confirmed cases, and we are at 13,060. That's an increase of 68% since yesterday. In Canada, we now have 800 confirmed cases. That's a 22% increase. And in New York City, there are now 3,615 confirmed cases, and that's an increase of 93%. Those are the numbers. All right, so what is in the news today? Let's start off with something that is a glimmer of hope. Um, China has reported no new locally transmitted coronavirus cases for the first time since the pandemic began. So this is marking a major turning point in the global battle to contain COVID-19. Italy today passed a grim milestone. Its deaths linked to the virus have now soared to 3,405, exceeding the death toll in China where the virus first broke out. The Cannes Film Festival, which is meant to happen in late May, has been postponed. Health officials and scientists in Britain hope to begin testing uh, for a smartphone app that would alert you, uh, the user, if you were to come into contact with someone infected with the coronavirus. Brazil has closed its land borders in an effort to spare the region from widespread contagion. And in New York City, the city's homeless shelter system now has a total of seven confirmed cases after six were announced this evening on Thursday night. And every single one of those six new cases within the homeless shelters are from different facilities. And for anyone that lives in New York and anyone that's visited New York, there is a massive homeless population here, which is horrible, obviously. But the thought of this virus now starting to spread throughout the homeless population of this city is something that feels pretty terrifying. And those are the news stories that I wanted to, to, to share with you all for Thursday, March 19th. So in terms of how I'm feeling, for, you know, to be completely honest, I can't believe I'm even doing this tonight. I really didn't think I was going to, but I'm lying on my bed in my apartment in the dark just because my eyes are tired. Everything's tired and um 
I didn't think I was going to do this. I know that I said I wanted to do this daily, but I just, today was really hard. Today was probably the hardest day that I've had so far. I feel really raw and I feel really exhausted and I just feel so completely overwhelmed and I spent the majority of today just crying. My aunt called me this morning and we were talking on the phone. She just asked me how I was and I just like burst out crying and I just sort of cried for most of the day and it's not over one particular thing. It's just I think I'm I think I'm just processing everything that's happening around me and I'm trying to understand it and it feels so impossible to understand cuz it's it's so new and it's and it's so just unbelievable and I think I need to cut myself some slack because who who could figure out how to process and deal with this or any of you sitting at home feeling like oh yeah I got this I mean, I'm not saying you should panic. I'm not saying that you should feel the way that I'm feeling today, but I, I'm trying to cut myself some slack around the reality that this is something that almost none of us have ever experienced before. I know that, you know, I'm from Toronto. I know that we had SARS, but it, I, I don't I don't think it was at this level. I didn't I don't think it felt like this and uh yeah, today was extremely, extremely difficult. I broke down a few times, whether it was on phone calls or video conference calls with with, with people that I know, and uh, I'm upset and I'm sad. <sighs> it's hard. This is hard. But, you know, I think I need to remember a lot of the advice that I would normally you say to friends of mine before any of this before any of this even entered into the realm of our consciousness of of possibility you know go back to pre-coronavirus Jacqueline and uh, a friend of mine said this uh, a week or so ago and he was so right he was like the way that especially for Americans but for most of us the way that you know let's say just travel on its own the way that travel was before 9-11 and then after 9-11 there was a very distinct point in history that reality for everyone changed and I say travel because that is a, a major way that it's impacted people on a on a global perspective but 9-11 was a significant moment in history that things never went back to, you know, air quote, normal, how they were before 9-11, because they just couldn't. And coronavirus, COVID-19 is going to be the same. I was asked this question this after this, this evening, you know, do you think that, when do you think things will go back to normal? I don't think that they will go back to normal. And maybe that's why today was mentally so difficult, because it's starting to sink in the reality of the longevity of this and the fact that the there's a huge unknown as to what normal is following this. And I think I feel it on this crazy heavy level because I'm in New York and I'm in this city that is insanely densely populated. There's so many people here. 
and we all live on top of each other. We all get around on the same subways, work in the same buildings, and now New York is like a ghost town. I actually today rode my bike up to Times Square, and I've got to say I was disappointed at how busy it was. I wouldn't say it was crazy crowded, but there were still like, you know, people wearing Elmo and the Hulk costumes to take pictures with tourists. (laughs) My friend said, if there was ever anyone that has a coronavirus, and I'm like, I shouldn't laugh, but I mean, if you're the person in Times Square who is making your money by hugging tourists from all around the world every single day, I don't think my friend was wrong about that. Today was really, really hard, and I think it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just that it's now been a week that I've been working from home. I don't know if it's that things in New York are becoming so much more intense and serious, and the numbers of cases in this in this city are just going to continue to rise, as I mentioned yesterday, for that like minimum of the 45 days. And what happens in those 45 days? I believe, and listen, I need to preface this with, this is not like a fact-checked establishment coming at you with this multiple group of reporters and researchers that have, have come out with what I'm about to say being, you know, fact and you must believe me. This is just my opinion. I think that New York City is going to be the next Italy, if not worse. I think we waited way, way too long to put into place social distancing, quarantines, having people work from home, whatever it is. I think I think New York City waited way too long. And I think because of that, we will, the same way that today Italy surpassed China in the death rates, I think that New York City will surpass Italy. When will happen? I don't know. I don't want it to happen, but this is just... This is a prediction that I have, and I hope that I'm wrong. I just feel like it's just too little too late, almost. And so I think it's the reality of of those thoughts in my mind. But I have to remember, it's tough because I wonder, you know, am am I reading all this news? Am I taking in all this information about coronavirus as I'm sure all of us are am I taking this all in and really going through it with a perspective that is open or am I exercising like a confirmation bias and I'm only trying to find the information that's gonna be like oh yes it is gonna be horrible in New York Jacqueline you were right I don't think so because I think I'm just reading the news and it is telling me it's gonna be horrible in New York but I don't know I don't know The same way that two months ago I told people, yeah, there's this thing and it's coming and it's going to be bad. And whether it's, you know, my brother telling me I should go audition to be a doomsday prepper, I feel like I'm having those same conversations again, but just on a totally different subject. Well, I mean, same subject, but different version of it. Before it was about, will this actually happen? Okay, now we know it's happening. And now this next version is, how bad is it going to be? And I think it's going to be really bad in New York. Yeah, today was today was really hard. And I feel somewhat irresponsible even recording this and putting this out there because I don't want to, if you're not feeling this way, I don't want to make you feel this way. But again, I mentioned that this project is me just 
documenting this day by day, recapping the numbers, sharing some top news stories, and then, you know, that final section, how I feel. So that's how I feel today. Today was an extremely, extremely hard day. I feel exhausted. I feel mentally unwell. I feel like I'm starting to develop some depression. Things feel very foggy. I always, whenever I've had depression in the past, I mention that it feels like I'm kind of underwater. And I feel that starting to creep in. And ultimately, I just feel, I feel raw. And I feel, I feel like, yeah, today was hard. But the last thing I will sort of balance that out with is my therapist in Toronto told me this fable that has always stuck with me. So there's a grandfather and his grandson and they're talking and the grandfather says to the grandson, you know, there are two wolves within you. There are two wolves and they're always fighting. And there's one wolf that's representing, you know, anger and jealousy and fear and all these horrible negative emotions. And then there's this other wolf that represents joy and love and positivity and happiness. And they're always fighting. And the grandson asks the grandfather, well, which one lives? Which one wins? And the grandfather said, the one that you feed the most. And I have to remind myself of this fable. And I have to remind myself of the advice that it presents, which is your energy has so much power and your focus has so much power. Where are you putting that focus? Where are you putting that energy? Is it to the the doomsday feel or is it to more positive things like gratitude and love and joy? But I've got to be, I've got to be easy on myself. I can't be too hard on myself. You know, if I felt the way that I felt today, then that's what it is. And that, that, you know, that is what today was. But moving forward, I've got to make sure that I'm putting the same amount of focus and energy onto things like gratitude, onto things like love and optimism, because I think now more than ever it's important and we can't lose sight of that. So I do hope that tomorrow I'm able to bring some of that to uh, to my recording, but I do want to be real with how it feels today. All right. Thank you for listening. It is Thursday, March 19th, 2020.